It's an AA show, an anti-addict show for January 10th, 2018. This is BK, this is episode 70. Last episode, the previous show was episode 69, and it was special, so I'm a little bummed out, but what the hell? It's just another number, right? Alright, how's it going, everybody? I hope your New Year's off to a great start. It was fucking cold over here in Michigan and in Toronto. And then the bomb cyclone and everything the last two weeks or last three weeks to be exact. So it's been ugly. But today, and this week, has been pretty warm. We went from negative 10 Celsius or negative 20 Celsius to be exact to 5 degrees Celsius or 38, 40 degrees almost. So <laughs> what a turn of events. And I felt like the even the, 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 the sub-zero temperature, 30 degrees Fahrenheit or like minus 1 or 2 Celsius was pretty warm. So I don't know. It's been pretty brutal this winter, I must say. And then the snow kind of came back, which means the weather's a little warm, you know. But then uh, And then a lot of people were getting sick for some reason. I felt a little bit under the weather, and then someone thought me being in San Diego for one week has caused that. You know, probably true, probably true, and then people are already sick of work. Maybe, maybe, possibly. Who the hell knows? But, uh, yeah, we're back here, and then back in the groove, and then the New Year's off to a swell start. And, well, I'm going to keep, I'm going to stick to the topics, and then the, what is it, the programming that I said I would do, which was start a... Uh, new series, more more of a whatchamacallit structure way of laying these shows out in 2018, which is my New Year's resolution. Be organized a little bit and then have a more concrete thought, periodic thought. So this is the first rendition of it, although it may sound like the every other episode I have recorded sporadically. So this one is called Why? Why? Pourquoi? Why? So why? This one's called Why? Every product or product team needs a hater. And then you go, oh, BK, this is not a usual, this is not a surprise. No, it's not. However, I'm going to officialize this. If that's not even a word. Officiate, officialize. And then, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Without going into the much old research with the old products and stuff, the internet is the thing that always feeds me. And then the internet stories. It's just a gift, gift that keeps on giving including Gwyneth Paltrow and her brand Goop. Now, if you heard the uh, celebrity episode, the Euro crew uh, talking about the celebrities, what episode was it? 67, I'm thinking? 65? One of those two, the Euro Crip episodes. Well, 64 to be exact. Go listen to that episode. It's about an hour long, and then we talk about celebrities and our encounters and all that. And one of the celebrities we talked about was Gwyneth Paltrow, which, who I said was a complete opposite of Jessica Alba and the Honest Brands. So Jessica Alba, if you don't know, has an Honest Brands, which is a live product, baby product company that doesn't use the... Well, that uses a biodegradable uh, materials that's more healthy for the babies. And Gwyneth Paltrow has a brand called Goop, G-O-O-P, which I still do not understand what the fuck it is. It's called a modern lifestyle brand. And Goop came out with this thing this past weekend. I'm, I'm just reading off of the CBS News headline. It goes, Goop is promoting a $135 coffee anima. Here's what science says. Uh, first of all, I don't know what the fuck the enema is. So define enema. An injection of liquid into with the rectum through anus for cleansing. What the fuck fluid so injected? What the fuck is this shit? So, and, and you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, as soon as you hear the name, you go like, oh, and then like start groaning, moaning, and all that shit. Well, well I'm going to be constructive here and just 
Well, just in general, the Goop brand, why this thing is a fucking failure, and then the whole Gwyneth Paltrow brand that people just despise so much. Ugh. Like, don't tell me what the fuck to do. That's For some reason, I do not understand how this happened. Like, Jessica Alba doesn't come off so snobby and uppity like the next door goody good shoes dateline reading mom like telling you what product to use at least she had a like clear motivation of an honest company and then started a company created the brand created an affordable product with affordable pricing that that's very reachable by many audiences so and then you know people like a lot of new moms and all that like feel for her you know motivation of starting the brand Gooped, on the other hand, it's just Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit. That's what it looks like. And even de- even before going deeper into the product itself, why not? You go like, what the fuck is all this shit? And then I did some little bit of research and go to the shop and then like, what is all this? Goop glow, goop fragrance, goop label, skincare. And then I do not understand the pricing and they have a weird subscription model. So for example, I go to the Goop Beauty God, I hate saying this. Exfoli- exfoliating instant facial cream, I guess. And the gateway to younger looking skin. GP uses daily through we see officially using two, three times a week. $125 or $112 with subscription. What the hell is a subscription model? So, and then I just go like watching this shit and I go like, is she getting into this bubble? Like, oh my God, I'm a celebrity. I got to get into this. I got to spend my money. I got to invest my money wisely. No wonder fucking Chris Martin left. That's too personal. That's too personal. But, and then I preface it by saying, I call it a why every product needs a hater. And then I held a great, I heard a great podcast earlier today, uh, Monday, the January 8th. On the Recode, Recode Decode, was that the one with Kara Swisher, who I kind of reference here and there a lot? And it was called the How to Fix a Company's Culture, according to former Netflix exec Patty McCord. And the culture thing, other than empowering people and acting like adults in a company like Netflix, you know, like, you know, we like one of the lines, um, I'm really paraphrasing it here. Like, you know, we embrace a failure. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, you need, you need to make sure that if the failure happens, you need to learn a lesson not to do it again or like learn to speak up early, which is what you need to do instead of like, ah, shit, we ran into this failure or some shit show we should have seen coming. And this is why I go like, oh, and then they pointed out, like, you can't just be cynical. It's like, yes, I agree. I'm not being cynical. When I say a hater, it's a constructive critic or like a contrarian a contrarian view that's constructive. And I always say this, as a hater, I don't hate with, out of spite. I hate with love. If I really hate to spy something, I won't say it or I'll put it out with a constructive point of view and lay out my points and my arguments. Which same goes with all the products and bullshit thing comes with. Like the internet of things. You know, go back and listen to my episode. Like I do not understand the internet of things. What episode was that? It was one of the early ones, episode 10 or something. Why did the internet go down last week? Um, was it episode 10? No, oh, episode 9 from October 26th. And then I talk about this with the internet of things. A lot of them are just useless things. They're just creating problem just to solve a problem. And then you need a bit of a contrarian view. And then I look at a product like a fucking goop with Gwyneth over here. I don't understand who the hell sat around the table and then just said, these are the right prices and these are the right materials. And then you get the, this coffee anema that like you put it through your fucking rectum or like some 
what is it? The, the quote here it says, "In the past, the actress has taken heat for site for for the site touting unsubstantiated claims that for vaginal steaming, moon dust smoothies, and vaginal jade eggs, as well as recirculating the myth that the bras can increase the risk of breast cancer." And then you go like, "Who are you surrounding yourself with?" Whole bunch of it's just like, oh my god, like whole bunch of optimists who just think their bullshit makes sense. Like the Tom Brady's fucking trainer. And then this is why Tom Brady doesn't eat strawberries. And then I'm going off a tangent a little bit. But my God, this is like, it's just like ego inflating. And then just so-called positivity inflating environment these people live in in the bubble. And then without seeing through the fucking logic. And I go like, why do you need that? Why do you you need to steam your vagina? You know, if I go out with a girl, she's perfectly fine. And then I'm, I'm going to hate on the vagina steaming. I'm not hating on you, girl. I'm hating on this very idea that you got to steam your vagina that's unsubstantiated. You know? So on and so forth. Juicero. My God, our lovely topic. And you go, PK, what the fuck is Juicero? Why do you keep hating on this thing? The very idea that you need a juice machine that's $700 that nobody's going to fucking pay for and have a subscription service for juice packs every month for this fucking machine. I mean... No one at Juicero who somehow raised the money through blind trust of these people, of the venture capitalists. No, and then it took Bloomberg and whole other people at Vox or something just to squeeze a fucking juice packet to realize this is so stupid. You didn't think of this. You're being negative, BK. You're trying to change the world. You're trying to disrupt the juice industry. No, you're being a fucking idiot. I just squeeze a fucking juice. Why do I need this machine? Why don't I just subscribe to the juice package? And by the way, why is this juice so great compared to whatever the fuck I'm getting out of my juicer or the blender or whatever fruit? What is Tropicana not doing right that Juicero is doing, huh? You know, that's more constructive and makes sense. I'm not being negative. I'm not being cynical. I'm asking real questions. And these people ah, should be asking more questions on the pr- in the product meeting. When they have these products and think this through, instead of like, get the product out there, get the bullshit message across, waste my time listening to some stupid like tech audio at one point, or read a blog post about this, the next step to revolutionize X industry, and then real, and then think it through and be like, why do we need this? I didn't ask for this. Nobody asked for this shit. Why is this? Like, that goes with what Patty McCord was saying, like, no, 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 no. Like, you're not supposed to embrace the failure. You should embrace the idea that the failure, the possibility of a failure is presented ahead of time. That's a good employee. And then that's what the team culture is like. You should foster that environment that you can bring up a critical point, critical point of failure ahead of time. People should feel comfortable or you should ask people for continuous hater feedback, in my opinion. And this goes with a fucking group. And then all these other bullshit tech that you hear so often too. And then this goes with what I'm saying, what I've said previously in many, many episodes, which I cannot point. Be honest with yourselves, especially tech products. I know it kind of tamed down a little, you know, with the tech funding, people are being more careful and all that stuff. But my God, like, I mean, you can believe in your own bullshit. But then, like, when somebody points out the bullshit to you, I want you to think two, three times before you respond with another fucking, no, we're changing the world bullshit. Convince me that you're really changing the world and my realistic 
or a contrarian or hater or negative you know, fake news view of whatever I have or what many other people have in the real world out there in fucking Charlottesville, Virginia or something. No, that's a school town. Wrong town. Wrong town. You know, some nowhere America who's going to vote for Trump or some shit. Tell me why this matters at a very layman terms. Tell me. Because in a layman way of looking at it, the dumbass that we are, that we don't live in a Silicon Valley or wherever venture capital money is, I don't get it. So this is why it's okay to have a hater view in my opinion. And then if you have that inside of the team, I see that as a diverse like a point, a diverse point of view the team needs, especially in a product team. And think of the worst case scenarios. And then look what happened with all the more recent event here. What is it? The Spectre and then the Meltdown. Was that what it was called? The Intel Intel uh, chipset bugs that no one... I mean, there were some initial researches about it, conjectures about it, but it kind of solidified the last couple weeks. So Meltdown Inspector, if you don't know, I'm not going to go deep into it. It's a, it's a very, they're very critical vulnerabilities in modern computer processors like Intel Pentium something. And it's been the, 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 the Hula, Hulu, or whatever you can call it, of it is, it's a fundamental design architectural problem that, is, that has existed since the mid-90s that affects the Intel, AMD, and ARM processors, which are commonly used in your computers, Mac, Android phones, iOS phones, blah, 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 all those things, and tablets. And then the, one of the observations that the researchers had is that, look, it, it, it's for the sake of performance and then the efficiency, power efficiency, I would assume, that people compromised or completely forgot about security and exposing the next coming process of data, which could include like a password or any privately privacy sensitive information. And then I go like, well, would a hater have solved this problem? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm, you know, it's like a hindsight's 2020. But I do think wonder if you had a very contrarian security view of like somebody looking at the design or a department that does a QA work or code review or a design review of sorts over the last two and a half decades or two decades, say, let's say, couldn't, couldn't they have picked this out? Or like somebody, if you, take, if you have taken time or the resource to do this, somebody might have like followed it up because researches that led to the meltdown inspector have been around about, you know, five, six years. You know, somebody must have seen it coming. And then there was an article from Bloomberg today that, like, you know, the Intel and other people knew about this bug since November and then try to fix it and then try to understand what the hell to do with it, you know? But then, like, ah, oh, fuck, we fucked up. It's like a fundamental architectural problem that was from the very beginning of how a <laughs> computer processor works. So, like, yeah, what the fuck? Well, you know, I, I wonder about that, you know? It's like in, in the world, especially in technology of go, go, go. You know, and I worked at Samsung and had that shit too. Go, 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 you know, fast, fast, you know, and then that with that came some like recalls and all that stuff. Car companies too with the recalls, get it done, get it out there mentality. Toyota with their unintended acceleration. Remember that? That's like a 10 years ago thing. And then people already forgot about it, given how many recalls we have. I mean, maybe that's not necessarily a hater thing, 
But isn't there like a contrarian who sits there and like, why are we rushing this shit? What's the difference? What's the difference between 15 and 16 model? Why are we rushing this crappy spaghetti code out there that we fucked up for eight years? Nobody sat there and then said it. And then you go like, why, why didn't they speak up? Why didn't they speak up? It's like, well, why? I don't feel safe saying it. Or like, I don't know. I've been saying it. Nobody listened to me. And then like that goes with the environment and then the team and then the HR aspects of it, of the company, you know, however that process works. So every product, product need, team, along the, along the line needs a hater, in my opinion. And then they should be listened to and then not be hated back on. And then be like, you're being negative, man. You're just like bringing us down. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know. And then from the very basics of how this goop fucking anal rectum Infusing enema is with a coffee, $135, instead of, yes, Gwyneth, yes, not one of those people. Or a meltdown specter, you know, somebody sits down and look at it and be like, you know, this is bullshit, you know. I think, you know, like, a hacker could do this. There's a research about it. Maybe we should dig these, this deeper. It's like, don't be hate, don't be hating, just keep going, you know. Or point out the, all these recalls, like, you see it. And then some people ask me, because I worked at Samsung Mobile, it's like, what happened to Note 7 BK? I don't fucking know either. But then, like, I wasn't in the know. I wasn't working on that project. But then I'm sure there might be a hater view somewhere that could have helped. Who the hell knows? I don't know. But it's not a view that hurts, in my opinion. It's not a, hey, bringing down the team to a Debbie Downer level. I think they should be listened to. And then if a company or a team truly promotes diversity, that's a diverse point of view. That's a different perspective that you're bringing it in. And then these haters don't just hate. They hate because they love. I don't know. That's my self-justification when I go on a rant or some shit. But, you know, it's like you want it to work. You want it to work right. You want to ensure the quality. You want to, you want to make sure the end user, the customer is happy. So you say that shit. And then that floats around your head. And sometimes people spit that shit out. And then I think that should be listened to and be considered. You know, then you want to have a committee, you know, that kind of shit. If that happens, I go, whatever. It's like, or a hater point of view of that could be like, I already said my piece, go figure your shit out. (laughs) That's a passive hater view. Just like sitting on your lawn chair, kick it back and then be like, I I said my piece. I'm just going to shut up now. Why why do you not feel fostered to continue on this hating you're doing? It's like, no, no, no. One hate a day at a time. Okay. One hate a week. I, I haven't enough. And then, like, if you take it, take it. If I don't want to take it, don't take it, you know. And I'm sure that's a that's a pretty standard hater way of looking at it. BK, you seem to know so much about hating. Why is that? I'm, I don't fucking know. I changed over the years. That's why I'm recording this shit. So I remember what I said probably a year and a half ago. But then again, we're, I'm t- going off tangent here. It's more philosophical discussion at this point. Why a hater hates the way they do, he or she does, or they do, you know. But in my case, I have a constructive hate. And then hate, the word, should not be so, you know, vilified, in my opinion. So, again, in conclusion, for the fourth or fifth time I say this, every product needs a hater. And then they should be embraced. They should be listened to. And if you're not down with that, you're just living in your bubble. I'm just saying. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to keep it short, 20 minutes. Because I said this year, I'm going to keep it 30 minutes unless I have an interview that I cannot edit under 30 minutes each time. So thanks for listening. Please subscribe on the Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, where this is on. Not on Spotify because I'm not famous yet. 
So where, whatever the pod thing you're listening to, you can subscribe to this thing. And then please review, review on the iTunes. You know, give us five stars if you like it. Give us five stars if you don't like it. And then talk shit about us on the five-star review. Or email. What a, No, no, no. That's Twitter. Twitter, what AA show, all one word. What AA show or the email aa-show at outlook.com. Why the fuck are you, am I using sta- the hotmail still? I don't know. I just did. AA-show at Outlook.com or the Twitter handle, what AA show. I haven't been tweeting a lot recently. I'm just like tweet lurking at this stage. So next week, I don't know if it's an interview or an adulting episode. We try to get an interview going, but it didn't happen this past weekend. So I'll figure something out. And thanks for listening. And we'll check back next week. Keep warm, stay warm, and clear off the snow road and keep on hating constructively. Bye.